Hi, it's Candace Patton, and you're listening to The Flash Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Flash Podcast, a special edition episode of the Flash Podcast. This is your podcast for all things right to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Barry and the Slash, The Flash. I'm your host, Andy B, as always, and with me is the entire gang, Amory, Brittany Rivera, and Andrew Dice. How are you guys doing tonight? Excited. Good. Good. So, the first half of Flash has aired. We're now in hiatus mode but last week on the flash podcast we promised that we were going to do well i i'm still trying to find a term for what this episode will be um kind of wacky but in a very good way so we as you've probably been seeing on twitter for the past three few four days we've been tweeting out basically ask us anything about ships geeky things these tv you know anything so and also a big challenge to all y'all that uh, that has to do with uh, one of one of our favorite things I think we all love, uh, Harry Potter, which we will get to. So, um, really not any big Flash news this week. Uh, so, we're going to just jump right into our first Christmas special, if you want to call it. So, so Amy, what what is uh, what, what are we doing first? We're doing the houses. So, we've received... So, over the week, we've been asking people... What would you like us to talk about? Do you have questions for us? Do you have silly questions? Do you have things you want us to discuss about the show, about the future of the show, other geek-related things? And we got a lot of response on Twitter. So it's kind of like an AMA on Reddit, only it's going to be us talking as opposed to typing. So we've got a couple questions that we're going to answer. So we received a lot of questions on Twitter, and I think we should just go down the line and kind of go over so I can read off the questions and we can all debate if it's a debatable thing. So the first question we got is from Batboy1989, and he said, would you like to see a Flash film show crossover with a Grant cameo in the film and Miller showing up on or in the show? And he said in the same month, so it needs to be timely. What would you guys say to that? Would you be game for a for um, a, a DCU and DCTV crossover? I think so. I mean, with the, the fact that they've started making so many universes and so many Earths, like it could totally be possible that they just hop over and that just happens to be the Flash on that Earth. I think it'd be really funny too, especially like their different suits and their different personalities to see, you know, Barry Allen interact with a totally different Barry Allen since we don't know what Ezra Miller's Flash is going to be like yet. But he seems, from the little that we've seen of him, he seems pretty different than what we know. Andrew, any thoughts? I would I would love to see Grant Gustin just cameo as himself in in the Flash uh, movie. <laughs> uh, I feel like Ezra Miller on a TV show would be uh, a little bit trickier, or or maybe just the same thing. Um, but I think it would be like at this point, uh, you know, it, it would be 
more amazing to be in the movie theater when that happens to hear the people react uh, as opposed to, to being at home. But that's just my personal preference. I kind of like that idea of maybe uh, Ezra Miller's Flash is like a huge fan of all of Grant Gustin's work. <laughs> He's like a total <laughs> fan. He, loved, yeah. he, loves, he loves Glee. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, or just cut to like, uh, you know, at, at the end of his movie, they're like reenacting or, or doing some weird little TV show based on him and it's Grant Gustin like mugging for the camera. <laughs> Oh my god! They could put like a like um, for those who haven't seen uh, the season season finale of Legends yes. last week. But you know, they could put like <laughs> what they did at the end. Uh, that would be just hilarious. Uh, no, but just to answer the question, uh, I mean, people have known that I have not been the warmest person to the Flash and DCEU, but you know, I it is what it is, and you know, I know they're still looking for directors. So, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe that movie will be pushed back who knows but i think it'd be very fun to kind of play with like a flash of two worlds because i mean in many ways we the show gave us that but then tada jay garrick was actually hunter zalman so it kind of like it ruined that special moment when they're like you know reimagine you know they're reliving that epic cover and when jay garrick and barry allen are coming from two earths and they're saving someone so i think that could i mean i think that could be fun and i think I mean, I would be surprised if it if it does happen down the line because, you know, because Jeff John, I mean, Jeff John, who is now one of the co-heads of DC Films, he's always been vocal about it. He's so down with multiverse. Like, he is, like, DC, the one thing DC has over Marvel is multiverses. Like, they have multiple realities and different universes and different, you know, media universes. So, I think that would be very fun, you know, if, and, you know, if they could time it out that... It's in the same in the same month or even maybe the same week when, although, and Flash the Flash movie has they got their they don't have their official release date anymore, right? Oh uh, no, no, not not officially. Yeah, so I mean, it would just depend on like how they time it out, but I think that I think that would be very fun if they could make it happen because, you know, I, I mean, you know, it would be fun to see a race between them or you know or as. Uh, as as you guys suggested, maybe like Ezra is is just like the actor on the Flash TV show and just a huge fan of you know the TV show, and then in the film, Grant Gustin is a huge fan of you know the Flash in the movie universe, or whatever, and so on. So you know, I mean, that could be fun to have if it happens. Yeah, I, I think I think we... they'll make a reference of a Flash movie in the TV show. I wouldn't be surprised if. We got that around the same time, right? I'm just wait. I'm just waiting for someone to reference, like you know, there just should be like some sort of like Flash podcast or something like that. Because I'm, no, I'm kidding. I don't. If they acknowledge us like that, I mean, like I'll be humble. But like I don't know. Like if they say the Flash Radio or something like that, and it's just you know happens to be two girls and two guys, and you know whatever. I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there in the universe. I'm not saying that I have to have it, but you know. It's fine, whatever. What right. if, like, both of them are like, wait, I just thought of this. What if both of them are running, but they're both pretending to be Barry Allen's? So they're pretending to both be really slow, so they're having a race where they're both pretending to be really slow people <laughs> without powers. I just, like, but I wait just a minute. They're, but they're both gonna look so... They, they don't even look like each other. So how would, like, who would be the... They're just, they're, they're they're just, like, they just happen to be hanging out and, like, decide to challenge each other to a race, but they both have to pretend they're really slow. I don't know. It's just what I want to happen. Like they they both have super speed, but they both have to somehow taper the super speed, and it just looks yeah. Like they both have to pretend they're just normal human beings, and they're like, "Oh no, I can't let him know I'm the Flash. I can't let him know I'm the Flash." And then they just both <laughs> like have the, the world's slowest race. 
What what Earth number does the <laughs> film universe have? Have they declared that yet? Nope. Nope. Or is that supposed to be Earth Prime? I guess. Wait. What I guess it'll be different. It'll be different in DC universe. Yeah, I don't Earth... think they've established that yet. No, I don't think they even know about the multiverse in the movies. Dun, dun, dun. All right, Batboy eighteen or nineteen eighty nine also wants to know what DC character would we most like to see in the DC TV universe that we have not to see. He says he'd be game for Green Lantern or Cyborg, possibly because of their both cl- their close ties to the Flash. So, Andrew, what would you say? Oh gosh, any? Yeah. Oh my goodness! No embargoes, no restrictions, like none of that. You know, pre Jeff Johns uh, DC EU era. Yeah, I. Oh God, uh, oh, please come back to me. Hold on, I got to think about this. I need more time. I looked at this before, <laughs> but I still need more time. I know this is hard. Like, I think my coming from the DC, like most of the things people, the characters that I know are like, Batman characters. So I'd love to see like the Joker, especially because we had Mark Hamill come in in the last episode and he looked just like the Joker and I was like, I know he's like the trickster or whatever, but man, I really wish he was the Joker right now. So like, I think, I think the Joker would be fun. Get some good DC, DC villains up in here. Probably really, I would really, really want Batman. um, The kind of Batman that we see in the Flashpoint comic, who's really close with Barry and a good friend um and 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 you know they're 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 two completely different individuals but they complement each other really well that kind of a batman not oliver batman (laughs) (laughs) but in many ways we do i mean we kind of get that that get that where they can they can bring out the best in each other and they do complement each other really well you have essentially light and dark with 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 barry and oliver and it ends up being a really cool tapestry that you get when the two of them are together on screen so we sort of get that but i would like i would like um a Batman from the comics, not necessarily from from uh, any Christopher Nolan films, although I love those films. Andy, what would you think? Uh, Andrew, are you done thinking? Because I, I, I now I we can come back yeah. to this question at the end. I yeah, because, because it, we might have more Yeah, because okay. there are so many to choose from. The problem is that the TV show has adapted so many. I keep thinking of them being like, no, I guess we kind of did that one already. We can modify the question if you could reinvent, pretend like that character has never been on before and bring him back. Like, I would bring in oh, yep. different version. Yeah. Wait, did you say the, yeah. I was just going to say that. I was like, I want the Huntress. Yeah, Let's I was going to be really catty. Uh, yes, <laughs> Look, I've been pitching for Birds of Prey TV show for three years. I'm already all over that. Uh, so, yes, they need to do it. For, because they already, like, they essentially introduce almost everyone. Yeah, and, and they, Huntress oh, is a man. jerk. Hey, hey now, hey a minute. I'm I'm a huge Helena Bernal defender. She was misunderstood, <laughs> and she was put in a bad position. Her father was mean to her, so she was just in a complicated place. Yeah, I love the actress. I like the yeah, I do love the actress. They used her like better. Maybe she can come the back la- as the same character, just the like in a different way. Just be nicer, Shameless but... plug. She's excellent on Underground. You should all watch it. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know what I would have? I would have. Um, ooh, there would be a tear in space and then, uh, like original Wally West come flying out and confuse us to why Barry's so young. <laughs> and then him be like, I'm Wally. And then have this amazing, like, we're both Wally, but I'm an adult with red hair and a family. Uh, that'd be, I, I, that's not even a crazy thing. I can actually see them doing something like that. Cause then you have, he would know old Barry. 
And I guess old Barry has kind of already been introduced on the show. So yeah, that would work better than I even thought it would at first. Well, can I bring in Wally from uh, Young Justice? Can I bring that version in? Yeah. <laughs> to just the two Wallys. Just Spitfire. Let's just bring Spitfire, please. Who's Spitfire? That's the ship name for Wally and Artemis. Oh. Oh. It's an insight. It's, it's a lot. That is a really obscure reference from season one. <laughs> you know, I totally, I totally forgot about that. I mean, the only thing I have a problem with that, you know, with bring in, I don't know, quote-unquote original Wally. I don't, I'm still not really down with this whole, you know, let, you know that they brought back the original Wally, quote-unquote original Wally in the comics, you know, because it somehow makes the, the angry fanboys <laughs> they were just like, oh my god, Wally was his black, my life is ruined, I had to go hang myself or something. Um, you know, it's like, I, I kind of just like, you know, because it, I feel like then our Wally would then be pushed to the side and he, you know, this original wallet would be taking the spotlight which i'm like you know no but he could see no he, he would say to barry like you know you looked after me i was a pain to begin with first you know and then you actually took your time were patient with me and then he'd be like man maybe i should actually take care of wally this way then um the only way i would accept it is if the original wally is played by a black actor because i don't want Wally to be necessarily whitewashed again now that he, they've established in the comic that you know for the past like three years now. That, yeah, but we know, have original Wally, Wally back, right? I mean, right, but I feel that was just to please the angry. Whoa, whoa, that I was to please was really... me, sir. <laughs> me, but, uh, I was well, the one brought to tears reading that comic. No, I mean, I, look, I cr- I got more emotional reading the first issue of Titans than I realized, but at the same time, I'm like. Are we only doing this because there was such major outrage when uh, Von Vendetti and um, Robert, whatever his last name was, when they debuted him in the new Flash comic they did? I don't know. It was just... I don't get why people can just accept that there's a black wall in that. Plus, the, the, Flash, the Flash family needs more diversity in the comic. It is so vanilla that it's not even funny anymore. Um, We were still on DC characters that we wanted to fly. Right? Yeah, and we can come back to that at the end. So let's move on to the next question from Indigo Blue 171. She said, if you could pick one story arc for each of the characters to get in the back half of season three, what would it be? Anybody? Since we have a lot of questions, you guys don't all have to answer every question. But if you have an opinion or a thought, feel free to hop in. Anybody? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? I want. um, uh, You know what? Yeah, I I would want uh, Caitlin and. Well, I, I kind of wrote about this uh, before, but I want Robbie uh, Amel to come back as Ronnie. Um, but he doesn't have the other half of Firestorm anymore, so he's in constant threat of meltdown. But then he realizes that Caitlin can keep him cool, and then they just go off and are happy together. Don't even. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Brittany, any thoughts? Uh, I just want Jesse to come back. Uh, and visit everybody and hang out with Wally and they both have speed powers and go on like a super fast speed date together. But I'm bumped. <laughs> Andy? I, hmm, I want to see see the um, I know they can't adapt that storyline completely but I would love to see back in the New 52 they had a very short arc where Iris um, actually had a speed suit. Which I, you know, is you know, is one of the coolest female costumes I've ever seen, and I think it would be 
cool if they could in some way incorporate it into the show. And I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's quite beautiful. It's cool and, and, I, and plus, it has a hoodie, and you know, I think it just you know, it kind of reminds me of Spider Gwen in some ways. So, if they can do something like that, I mean, or you know, maybe Barry gives her speech, and maybe that's how he saves her from Savitar. I don't know, but I think it would be nice if they gave her something like that. Um, but I'm surprised, Andrew, that you didn't say that you wanted a wedding between Josiel. Oh, well, if that's on the table, then yes. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you said you could pick anything you want for these characters, so... Um, yeah. uh, what do you yeah. want, Amy? Uh, I would love to see Iris switch to broadcast journalism. I'd love to see her transition to being an anchor yeah. and, and her being, like, investigative broadcast journalism, so she's out in the field. She's out when they're fighting the people, and she's like, you know, behind me, you see all the blood, and, like, like you see a lot in the comics, so I, I would like to see that for Iris because then I, I think it also give her an opportunity for, for more story. Um, yeah. Plus maybe that's why her name isn't on the newspaper anyway in the future because... Ooh. I thought about that a couple uh, last week. I was like, I wonder if, you know, maybe she's no longer a print journalist. could be something as simple as that. I would love in, in the most obscure, if they could even manage it way for Lois Lane to just randomly show up and she just kind of introduces herself to Iris in this huge flurry of excitement and Iris is just jaw dropped to the floor like, oh my god, Lois Lane is talking yes. to me. And Lois yes. is, is is like, have you ever considered a career in broadcast journalism? Hands her her car and she's like, call me. And then she leaves and Iris nice. is just standing there <laughs> like blown away and I would love it to happen, please. All you need is a cameo with Lois Lane. You don't need anything else. Who would you, I mean, I want more. Who would you, but... ca- who would you cast as Lois though, since we have a Clark Oh, now? God. I have no idea. I would have Erica, to really think about that. Erica Durant, right? From Smallville? Yes. Because she's... Per- <laughs> Although it will be hard to see her without Tom Welling, so... I mean, it could be cool if Erica maybe come on as maybe a different character. <laughs> Just have Tom walk out and be like, Lois, we should really be going as Clark. Bringing uh, Earth Smallville like into... Uh, yeah, why not? Might as well. Why not? Uh, wait, you know, wait a minute. You said on I I heard you on Total Geek Code that you said you didn't watch Smallville. You know, uh, not not all of it, no, but okay. enough to know it would be a great cameo. Amy's right. You you could totally just for fun, you could cast the girl who plays uh, Lucy Lane on Supergirl as <laughs> Lois Lane. Peyton Liz, but she's a different universe. But she plays Golden Glider on The Flash. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Uh, doing Tatum, right? Channing Tatum's wife. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. Oh so Gambit and Lucy Lane Gosh, are together. <laughs> um, All right. But I like the broadcast idea. Maybe, I mean, hopefully that's what they're going to do because that way, you know, Barry don't have to forget too, too much about the magazine. Maybe she's just like, maybe she just went to TV journalism, Barry. Plus, how do we know that she was actually that she was actually dead after you know before Jay pulled him out? What if she was just like passed out and the ambulance comes and you know they? <laughs> I'm like, if he had just, I, this sounds, I'm such a dick right now, but if he had just waited for one more second, he could have seen it completely. But you know, whatever. Gross. Why is that gross? Right. <laughs> I don't know. She was dead. She kind of. How do you know? Are you, are you a doctor? Can you can you can you see? You were. What? Go on, go on. (laughs) At Sunshine Happier wants to know, do you think Barry and Iris will get engaged this season? I don't think so. No, I respect the question, but I think Iris is dying this season. Really? (laughs) I do. Like legit? Yeah, but well, I mean. Like season finale, she's going to die, but she'll be alive in like season four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 
I so like they won't that. get to it yeah, this season because she'll be busy being dead or like Barry <laughs> will like have a ring and she'll you know we'll see her die and then come back or something yeah i don't think we'll get for we'll get engage as much as I yeah. would love to see it. No, he'll be he'll be on his knee with the ring and the spike will go through her chest and through the ring. <laughs> and through the ring. We're so terrible. We're making people nightmares. I, wait, wait, wait till I drop him. This is supposed to be a Christmas episode. This is supposed to be a yeah. movie. <sighs> Andrew, um... Andy, what do you think? You think they'll be engaged? Or get engaged? Yeah. N- no, I don't think we're going there yet. But I think... I think we will see something in the finale that implies that, it, once again, that they have a great future together. Okay, that's sweet. Okay. At Avenger at Heart says, given what we saw in episode 7 and episode 9 of season 3, what are the odds Caitlin becomes Killer Frost more long term? 80%. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, are, am I not uh, supposed to answer it? No. <laughs> This is a very oddly specific percentile. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah. Um, I say three to one. I, I I'm made uneasy with how like simple it is for her to throw those cuffs on, but I'm really hoping for the firestorm thing to turn out. So like nicotine, nicotine patches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's dealt with. Yeah, meta human patches. Oh my god, Cisco, that's your next invention. Um. As far as me, I think I'd like to see a Killer Frost storyline, but I don't necessarily know if we're going to get it this season. I don't I don't think we've seen any hints that we're going to, because it seems to me that she's got her powers weirdly under control. <laughs> what I'd like, and we talked about this in the season finale, so if anyone's confused, just listen to the season. Or no, what did we talk? We talked about it after the Killer Frost episode. Um, but I, I think... I don't necessarily imagine that we're going to see Killer Frost, Killer Frost, unless something majorly happens, like Ronnie, or something happens where she gets hit by something or attacked by something, um, or she's forced to. I guess, I guess if um, she's forced to portray her team or something, she may. So I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I would necessarily enjoy seeing a whole lot more of it, just personally. Ah, uh, yeah. What if they went with the route that she was like maybe an anti-hero or something? Oh, you mean like no. a vigilante of sorts? I mean, I mean, Star City has already taken all of them, so like, why don't give us one? I don't think I'd like that. I think I'd get really annoyed with that. I mean, they're gonna do something with her power. It doesn't seem like it fits her character either. Like, I feel like Caitlyn like patrolling the streets at night is like not her thing. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't that's I wasn't proposing that. I'm just saying that, you know I mean they gotta do something with her powers at some point. Frost but... Squad. Frost Squad. Yes. <laughs> her Captain right. Her Captain Cole, Mr. Freeze, everyone, they're like, you know, boys, we we will bring the we, we will bring Christmas to Central City and out and then the whole world. <laughs> and just starts knowing. I love that. Alright, Alex Sophia Rose asks, How do you think that Team Flash will work to prevent Savitar from killing Iris? And then she uses a really sad, upset, terrified, angry face emoticon. Well, to begin with, they ha- Barry has to freaking tell them um, and not keep it a secret. Um, that's, you know, I mean, that's something they had to start with. But, I mean, how did he... I mean, I don't know. What would, what would you guys do if you knew that your best friend was dying and, you know, you were trying to prevent it? Mm. I feel like they always show scenes like that and the person's always wearing, like, a a bulletproof vest. Maybe they're gonna. Cisco's gonna design a Savitar proof vest for Iris. Like you always see the 
person like gets shot and they fall dramatically and like oh no they died and then they're like just kidding <laughs> bulletproof vest like on Winona Earp that happened and like you think the character's gonna die and then she's like nope you're like yes so maybe so so I'm gonna say Cisco invents a Savitar proof vest and saves the day and Iris just pretending to die to trick Savitar and so Barry can get him yeah because she's not I dead. think yep. that they're going to somehow face swap with that magic face swapping thing that we saw oh, yep. HR bring over like in my my mind and from what I see it's very possible we see Iris or a person with Iris's face get impaled it could very well be some advanced hologram or some I don't, I don't know if they'd be someone yeah I don't know if yeah you know who it is they're gonna actually, sacrifice it's, actually, it's uh... Julian it's Julian <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's Laurel <laughs> it's it's a seal Oh, How no, dare that's, you? That's, that's, oh, no, 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 no. Wait, Andrew, 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 I got something better for you. It's a seal's daughter that we never see on the screen. Whoa. <gasps> Ooh, AB didn't just do that. Oh, he did. <laughs> or maybe, like, HR, HR is really dying and he's sacrificing himself because he's actually going to die anyway. Oh, it's very sweet. He's like, this, this earth doesn't have the right oxygen, so it's killing me, but I can't go back. So I'm gonna sacrifice oh my myself oh my God, what and a, die for Iris. What, what a beep comedy! He's like, this earth doesn't have the right oxygen for me to be able to live here. <laughs> or perhaps Wally, with his enhanced speed, also has enhanced healing abilities, and so he chooses to wear it and sacrifice himself to save his sister, hoping that oh. he'll be able to heal from the wound. Wow! I like that. Wally's saving yeah. the day. Oh man, I think. <laughs> I'm hoping we get more speed force talk. Like, uh, I was about to say that. Good job. I, Kevin thank Mom. you. Because um, the the ability to like steal speed or absorb speed is pretty pivotal, and they seem to kind of just like throw it away with Jay in the winter finale, where he said, "You know, you take the speed I have or whatever." So, I'm hoping they get more into that because we already know that the speed force basically chose Barry. So if there's an opportunity for him to take Savitar speed, that would be pretty rad. Um, but again, I, I don't I think the it's not going to be a simple case of him preventing that scene with Iris from happening, but definite face switching. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I kind of also like the idea of them actually teaming up with the speed force as yeah. it's like corporeal being, because mm-hmm. like you said, Andrew, if the, the speed force chose Barry it's very possible it chose Barry with the knowledge that eventually it would need Barry to defeat Savitar. Right. right. As long as we don't get a manifestation of speed, the speed, because I like it to be somewhat of a mystery, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, just I, light or something. Like, like it's like oh, it's like V from Vendetta. Like you know that movie would have been completely ruined if we had seen what V actually looked like. So I never want to. I never want to see what the speed for could actually look like. I would rather it be like Anderson a light, or maybe he take you know take he or she takes. What oh my god! He, it, it takes the form of maybe like the, in Kevin Smith episode, you know, the, in the form of this person or that person or so on. Um, but I do think the key to take down Savitar is going to be multiple speedsters, hopefully. Which I know some people will be as Ooh, all giving their speed to Barry. Ooh. Well, oh, I would love that. It happens in the comics all the time. I would love that to happen on TV once. Well, they did it on Junk Justice as well, which, you know, left, like, grown adults crying, like, eyes out for, you know. Yeah. The, I, I couldn't get over that finale when after what they did to, to Wally, and I'm like, and Artemis has to go and deliver the news to, ugh, oh, season three get, better get here so soon. 
All right. At Joanna underscore Eulers, uh, she has a couple questions. One of the questions is, Joe is suddenly involved in a romance, so should we be worried about his impending death by the end of the season? Oh, my God. Yes, just, just so that Andrew has to be scared every week because he keeps bringing up, like, Laurel could die or Laurel could be dead or whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, man. Uh, I I will say no. They know. they know that's about... the golden goose. Yeah, they can't kill Joe. I mean, I think... The seal part of Joe Seal should be worried, but I feel like the Joe part is okay. <laughs> what if the daughter is Avatar? No, oh, that would be. Awkward. I just like how we keep casting her as a villain. Just like, what well, if the daughter why the worst is she person ever? Why is she not there? Why is she never? Doing I don't know. That? I just ship her and Wally, even though they've never met. No, oh, Josie was... and Wally forever. Yeah, and then and then Wally and Linda. Because right. because it's a I... thing in the comics, so. <laughs> Joanna Euler also asks, how do you think they'll bench Wally as Kid Flash so as to avoid him overshadowing Barry by the end of the season? And before we answer this question, I think we should bring up something that a lot of fans have actually tweeted us. They're like, guys, 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 you need to clarify, Wally is not faster than Barry. Wally is just faster than Barry was at this point in his yes. training. Yes, right. So that just means that he's progressing faster. It, they may both end up getting A's. It just means that he's getting there faster. So how do you guys think, if, if he does come to the point where he's starting to overshadow Barry, how do you think they'll bench him, if they will? I mean, do we have to bench him just because he's, I mean, I have never, I mean, hopefully Team Flash doesn't find it problematic enough, you know, because right now they could use every, all the speed they can get. Um, plus, it would just feel so, it would take away so much from the midseason finale where he finally gets the suit at Christmas. It's like, you know, we're just going to be nice people <laughs> for this one day, but then after Christmas, we're going to just bench you for the hell of it. So I'm like, you know, like, you know, don't take away that great moment we had where he finally, mm -hmm. he gets what he wants. You know, he, you know, but that's just me. Unless it is to sacrifice, like we were just talking about, like that could be a way if, like, if he gives up his ultimate power to save his sister, you know, that could be yeah. a way to like take away his speed force but he did it for like the most oh. noble reason he's like i'm not gonna you know be upset about it because i have iris and that she's more important than you know my speed will ever be like to heal himself he literally absorbs the entirety of the speed force into him and can no longer i don't know manifest it in the future that'd be interesting amy wow. are, amy are you willing are you ready to would you be ready to relive the season two finale of drunk Justice again but in live action this time um no <laughs> well, then you go. Let's, let's, I don't think that this show that just introduced Wally West in live action just barely a year ago are going to ax him up so soon. I mean, even if he dies, he will be back somehow because, you know, I think that they're, they're I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they're investing these speeds they're bringing to life. They're not just going to have it for one season and then just kill him off just because, you know, I mean, even though this is Barry's story, that doesn't mean we can't have the Flash family around them and so on. But, you know, maybe they can go, you know, we, we've seen what they've done with Jay. Jay can be on a different Earth taking care of that universe and so on. So it's like, I I don't want the solution to getting rid of species on this show ju just to be to kill them off. You know, they, you know. Get, no, I, I don't think any of us is saying kill him off. Mm -mm. I think we're saying lose his speed permanently. Yeah. Oh. I would, I would, hmm, I could see him, like, being lost to the speed force in some kind of because that's happened to wally uh, well that's happened to the flashes a couple times where in some last heroic act they kind of you know <laughs> are absorbed into the force in a way and it doesn't mean that they can't come back and barry now knows that it could mean he's just doing something that needs to be done 
or he's facing something that needs to be faced. Uh, and a cool heroic act for Wally would be neat because he seems to be getting kind of tossed around and, uh, you know, knocked around every time he tries to do something heroic. So a heroic exit question mark would be pretty cool. I think it'd also be interesting to see if there's some sort of toll that it takes on Wally that it didn't take on Barry as far as using the speed force. Um, uh, you know, a health toll or something where if he he uses it too much, it becomes a problem. I don't know. But that's almost too Caitlin Killer Frostish. All right. At Paradox Kid wants to know if Barry needs two villains from the DC TV shows to team with to fight against Savitar, which two would he choose? Oh, sorry. I read that kind of weird. So he's asking if Barry uh, could choose two villains to team up with. Who do you think or who would we choose him to team up with? Oh man, the the was it Blink the teleporter Jinx and Peekaboo? Ooh. Oh Peekaboo, yes, thank <laughs> and you. And this is DC TV show, so it doesn't include Supergirl. So, wait, did, did, does it or doesn't? Doesn't? Does does it okay? Does yeah? Because I was like, wait, what is she talking about? Of course, it was a DC TV show. Um, I gotta think. Yeah, I was thinking heroes. I didn't didn't see the villains part. Now I'm like, ooh, I guess e- Eobard would. Oh. I don't know. Like because Savitar's a threat to all of them. You need mm-hmm. Eobard and Hunter. Yeah, you need yeah. you need speedsters to help you defeat this evilest of all the speedsters. Wait, Andrew, did you say Hunter? Yeah, but isn't because he, he wants speed? But this he, guy's a freaking pool of it. But isn't Hunter dead? Oh, he's, well, I mean, I mean, he's, he's dead. He's, Flash now, so he's the Black Flash, yeah, Black. right? Yeah, so that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Have him come back to kind of, you know, set like even the scales again, and have Eobard there because he's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but that means Eobard, that so Hunter, Jesse, Wally, like every speedster that's ever on the show together. Like, I think yeah. I'm die a little bit. Show speed, speed showdown. Yes, I mean, I mean, because if you think about it, no, go on. Sorry, go ahead. No, you, no ladies first. <laughs> if you think about it, that is kind of the Savitar is an enemy to all of them. No matter what their yeah. ulterior go, go, goals are, Savitar could. In in my mind, it's almost kind of surprising that he hasn't gone after Eobard. It seems to me that Eobard is a bigger reservoir of speed to go after, or a bigger threat, so to speak. So, I like that idea. I like that idea of him teaming him teaming up with all of the evil speedsters. And heck, you could even throw in Damian Dark. Wait, you mean the one from the past? Yes, the Damian Dark we're seeing on Legends. But he hasn't he hasn't, he hasn't gotten his magic yet, though. Really. Yeah. Well, I mean, otherwise he would have been able to take the legends down pretty easily because you know, right now he's only able to you know whenever whenever Sarah or you know any of the other pe- legends are fighting him, he seems to. I mean, this is didn't he get it like in nineteen seventy or eighty or something like that when he after the League oh of yeah, yeah yeah that is a good point. Although he, I mean, although Eobard could fast forward and just take him to that time period and say you know hey here's your stone now don't also not, true um but I don't know I. If I could pick two villains, I mean, if you know, of course, Eobard, because you know, he's another speedster. I mean, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just bitter, right? I'm, just, I'm gonna sound so bitter right now because I'm just so angry what, what Legends did to my captain. But I would just want Captain Cold back for just one damn episode on the Flash where he isn't a ghost, he isn't an illusion, he isn't a manifestation of McRory when he's drunk or he's not drunk, I don't know. I just want my Captain Cole back and I want I want my rogues back. And you know, I would just want to see him at least try to go on his avatar and they're like, huh, didn't work. Let's get let's grab a beer or something like that, you know. Um 
All right. Chris Barnes Art wants to know, uh, I want to know how many versions of berries are going to be in that house at the end of the series. He said, like, 47? I responded to Twitter. I was like, no, man, 52. (laughs) Oh, my God. Mora is going to sit there and, like, think she's gone, like, mentally crazy. And she's like, you know, what is happening? All of the, you know, 52 grand cousins just asking each other, like, you know, okay, everyone take a vote. Who think we should kill her? Raise your hand. Okay, who think we should let her live? It's a tie. How can it be a tie? And then they start arguing about that. And then, you know, she goes, you know, she's like, okay, F it. I'm just going to kill myself. (laughs) All right. At Pacing Pete. He says, this is a great question. He says, ship two people from the DCTV verse who have never met. And he wants to know why we would ship those two people. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, we need to take turns on this, I think. <laughs> All right. Um, Andy, you go first. Why do I have to f- begin? I, I, you go first. I have to think. Me? I have to, I have um, to think. I think uh, I have one, but I'm not sure if they've met before. I want to see Win and Felicity together. <laughs> not I'm not. I'm only. I'm only halfway through season one of of, of Supergirl, so I don't know anything about where Win goes. But I would love to <laughs> see Win and perf- Felicity. That's together. a per- that's a perfect coupling, Amy. Oh, you. Uh, uh, ooh, you know what? Mm, I'm gonna have to challenge that because I would put Win with Patty Spivet. <gasps> oh, okay, that's good and too. Yeah. The reason mm-hmm. is because they deserve each other. Like th- <laughs> that is who they need to be with. That is someone perfect for them. Uh, well, afterward, yeah. Win went after uh, went through and. I won't say what, you know, but Andrew, you remember after, you know, right in the the crossover episode with Super- Oh, yeah. I think Wynn could use someone like Patty. Yeah. And I, and then if I was going to go an older generation, I would set up Cat Grant with Joe West. Yes. Well, wait a minute. You guys know that they've kissed each other on screen, right? Oh, Alan McBeal, of yes. course. David Jones, <laughs> uh, our amazing graphic designer, he he said one or... day he sent me an image of them kissing. I'm like, when did this happen? All in black and white, and it's and also. <laughs> what but, episode was this? I will, I will, I will look it up. I would, yeah. See, it's going to be tough for me because I'd be like Joe and Cat, Joe and Moira, ew, ew, uh, Joe and Supergirl's mom. Joe and Supergirl's step adopted mom. Ooh, that would. Um, Joe's going to be pretty yeah. busy in, Joe, in my. Joe, Joe can definitely get it. Yeah, there's enough of him to go around. That is for sure. That's like me with Sarah. I'm like, okay, who hasn't Sarah met yet? Slash, like, wants to get with. Like, I feel like Sarah um, and Caitlin would be super cute because she could be like super flirty and like trying to get yeah. Caitlin to break out of her shell and like you know just being all like impressed with all her science and things and her smartness. And just be like, wow, my my girlfriend is so smart and like super cool, but I also think, could like ice ice you to death. I think Sarah and Patty would be fine. Also because it's just so funny because when Patty joined the show first, I kept thinking it was Kate Lutz because Kate Lutz was on a different show before where she played a cop and they look so similar to each other when they had their <laughs> hair put up that I'm like, why is Sarah back on flat? No, that's Patty. Oh my god, it's Patty. Like, I kept confusing this. I think oh it, oh my god, Sarah would be so turned on by a cop. She's like, you know, Keep everything yes. on by the what? We never said this yes. was going to be PG. No, no, no. Can we please have Sarah and Alex Danvers? Because oh, yeah. imagine that sparring session. Just oh my god! Wait till you get to season two of Supergirl, mm-hmm. Amy. You're never going to want to ship out with anyone else. Oh, I, I mean, I might. I mean, not yeah, not, a- not like I'm going to throw Maggie out, but but Sarah is. That would be lethal. The two that of them. would be. You fantastic. Only, okay, like, I would allow it only if Sarah is in it for a long term relationship because I, I mean, got time travel. I ain't got no time for long term relationship. 
Well, I still want Nissa and Sarah together, you know. Man, like, what, I wonder what Nissa's doing these days, just sitting there. Could like, you Nissa and Alex? That's, I'm Nissa. game for that. You know what? I, I, or I, Nissa I, and Maggie would be good, too. Ooh. Oh, I'd geez, worship Cisco and Wait. win. I want them to just, like, hang <laughs> out. I want them to just, like, play video games. I want them to take yeah. turns, like, fighting over naming the superheroes. Oh, God, yes. I, let's see, I haven't, I mean, I think it would be just fun if Felicity and Ronnie Raymond's dad got together, so she would become Firestorm's stepmother, just like in the comics, because that's like one of the oldest <laughs> OTPs ever, and every time I've said it on air, someone has always gone angry with me on my Twitter feed, but it's fine. Oh my god, you guys, apparently Jason Martin was on multiple episodes of, Je- of uh, Alan McBeal, you all, you need, we need, yeah. to, we need to watch this. He yeah, was, he was a recurring. He was a doctor. He was Dr. Greg Butters? But but did he sing? <laughs> I'm sure. I mean... Oh, I think he did. I just only picture him when I... Th- I just always think of Rent when I think of him. So I need to, like, I, picture... I picture him, like, as a singing Collins. doctor right now. Yeah. I think it would be Ugh, fun just... Tom Collins. I think it would just be fun for the... Um, just for the fun of it, you know, to see Black and Arrow and the Flash together because there was... I think there was one point in the comic where... Oh, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, but Diana had a crush on Barry, or was it the other way around? Because I know they've kissed each other at least once. Oh, in the comics? Yeah. Literally, uh, I, literally I have that panel in front of me right now. Oh my gosh. Well, then you tell me. <laughs> but you're supposed to know more comics than me. Yeah, but I'm not. Uh, come on, it's... Dinah, Dinah is Ollie's. Like, I, I will hear no other suitor for them. <laughs> oh, are you sure? I'm a, I'm 100% positive. I think Oliver and Barry should get together. Just like, you know, get, get I mean, look, the, the, the spark is there. I mean, take two. I, spark because lightning. Ha ha, flash. The sexual tension is there. I think, you know, just for one night, just to, you know, I mean, I don't know if Barry or Oliver ever experimented in college. Um, or Never mind, Oliver got kicked out of college. Never mind. Uh, but, you know, they could just have their face and um, just, you know. I, I, I don't know. Could be. They could just talk about leather. I just want to see hot men on television just make out <laughs> with each other. Oh, gee. Like, why is that? So, right. Why is that so wrong? We got to move on, or we're gonna run out of time. Uh, Don <laughs> underscore West Allen uh, Mari asked, "Can you guys talk about your predictions for the remainder of the season?" So we kind of already have. Does anyone want to throw in anything else that they have prediction wise for the remainder of the season? Anybody think more about the uh, weird Savitar prophecy we got? I have one, and I will wait till you all have. Fin- if you have, if, if you guys say first, I don't think I have any more. Yeah, I think my main one is that it's not actually Iris that we see get stabbed, and that the Speed Force is going to be like anti Savitar. So those are my two main predictions. And that HR isn't who he says he is. That was that's been our prediction. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew, and I feel like. The Speed Force wants Savitar gone because he's doing something to the Speed Force. Like, I don't know, him him bouncing around like he does, where he goes from point to point without really traveling the distance. I don't know, maybe it's literally fracturing space-time or something. That'd be interesting. Any fringe timey-wimey stuff that they can throw in there, I'm game for. Andrew, do you have any um, any any Joe Seal thoughts? Any, anything? I mean, how will Cecile come into the battle of against Savitar? Mm, she will lower his I ass. I think... No, you know what? I think 
I think Joe and her will be together at the end of it. I think she might be put in harm's way to make him panic, but I think she's safe. I don't think they do that to to my Joe. Then other than that, I think we I gave all of my best predictions on the <laughs> winter finale episode and now I don't remember them because they're that good. <laughs> all right. My Okay. I was going to say this till a later episode in I think we're heading down towards the death of Barry Allen. I think he will sacrifice himself against uh, Savitar and somehow cause a crisis on infinite nerves. Hmm. Do they really? Do you really think they do it that fast? Look, if we were able to get Flashpoint this early in the series, then I don't think it's impossible we could get something like Crisis at some point. Especially since they keep hinting at it, and yeah, so I think that. Season three finale will end with Crisis in the Death of Barry Allen. That's all I will say. Oh. All right. And, all right. The Mary Berry wants to know, do you think it's possible that we will get Bart by the finale? Bart Allen. I feel like the season is setting us up to introduce at least Bart. Um, and then, do you think they'll keep him to be West Allen's grandchild or change him to their son, like change of Wally from nephew, nephew to brother? Oh, that's a really good question. What do you guys think? Are we going to get Bart Allen? I am so game for that. I was talking to Tatiana, who's our comic book reviewer on the website, and she brought up an interview that she had listened to with a Flash writer from last season where they had talked about the, you know, that the writer said something for me, you know, don't quote me on this, you know, but they're there is the possibility that they might do some changes in the family tree to make the you know, the, the tree a little bit easier to explain. I could literally see Bart being their son in this universe, which, you know, I mean, it would be a shame because then we don't yeah. get the Tornado Twins, and, you know, I mean, but the same, I do get the whole... Oh, I don't get why grandson would be complicated while, you know, I mean, I get why they made yeah. Wally into his, you know, Iris' sister, because... I, I like what Enterprise said in terms, you know, like, you know, it, it would be kind of awkward to have, you know, that, that one cousin with that one nephew, whatever, and so on. And plus they're tighter now, you know, Wally and Iris, you know, because they're brother and sister. But I think you could still keep him being a grandson, you know, part of being a grandson. So, but I could see them easily bring him in as a son. But that means that he's probably going to, sh- you know, be born in the next 20, tw- you know, 25, 30 years or something like that. So... Uh, but anyway, what were we going to say? I I have a hard time with this because I love the the character so much that if I put the mental energy into picturing something, it would just be heartbreaking because I know it wouldn't happen. <laughs> um, you know, like if, uh, if oh I don't like if if Barry you know the same as Bart in uh, Infinite Crisis if he he was looking like it was all closing in on him and then family members showed up to help him. Um, but I, but that's, I can't like, I mean, the idea of somebody coming on screen and just calling this Barry grandpa is like heartbreaking, uh, heartwarming, I guess maybe more accurate, but then they'd kill somebody probably because that's what they do here. Um, but, um, but no, I mean, I, Bart would be cool. I think they open up the door for Barry to see people in his future, but I, but I would be very surprised if we did anything more than see them. Uh, oh, and Mary Berry also mentioned Jenny XS, so sick pull. Uh, I think that one's probably less likely, only because her father's name is Jevin, and I don't think this show is that crazy. Amy, what do you think? 
Uh, I would love to see Bart in. I don't necessarily know how, um, but I wouldn't put it past the Legends team to be the one that brings him in. I, I, I would be very interested to see the Legends of Tomorrow gang as the ones who, ah. I don't know, interact with him for the first time. That'd be cool. And uh, Oh, hell no. Bart should be introduced on the podcast. No, no, no. And then he'll come on the show. But I no 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 I don't want him on Legend. I just want him to be introduced on the Flash and then period. <laughs> Dibs. But you know, I mean, I think Bart. I mean, I've been saying since last season. I think that I think Bart would. Have you any, have you any of you guys seen Buffy, the Vampire Slayer? Okay, so you know you remember how oh, yeah. Dawn just like appeared, in on the show like like oh <laughs> not, not exactly you want that to be Bart? where he kind of is there and drop some big knowledge before the season. Like, if they don't do Crisis, if they don't have Bart die, Barry die, he just, he just, like, he could just, <laughs> he could pull a laurel from last week's era and just be like, hi, Grandpa. Yeah, if, if we got, like, a, like, history was rewritten, but we were from the perspective of people being rewritten, Ooh. right? So we wouldn't see it change. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, like, he would just, like, he was, like, Kind of like would, how would you and how he just kind of came out of nowhere and then he, you know, became a result out of Flashpoint. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think we're leading down to Bart showing up. In terms of Jenny, uh, is that the XS yeah. character? from the uh, Zero Hour, yeah. I mean, look, more female speedsters, I'm all, all I'm all game for it. But who is she in the comment? I don't uh, know. She's a granddaughter. Her. I think, um, like, actual granddaughter and then Bart is his grandson. But Bart got the more modern share of the attention. Yeah. Okay, is she's the one? Uh, Amy is isn't she the one that is on that uh, banner that you I got don't, from Norm? Uh, Norm Rab. I don't know who that character is on. Okay. really. What banner? She bought a banner from uh, Norm Rabmond at um, Comic Con, I think, last year. With and the, and he. Wouldn't say who the mystery female speaker was know. at the at the far right, but he didn't know. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I gotta ask, but I, I, OMG, but like who who could it be? Yeah, hot scoops um, here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will connect. I will contact my exclusive sources. All right, I uh, is think that, that does it for our fan questions. Uh, oh, and then Lauren, fun Lauren, I love her. Um, asked, yes. <laughs> she asked, uh, what would we order from Big Belly Burger? Wait, their menu is, is available? Because all I know that, that they have is just burgers and fries. Uh, I definitely want something, yeah, I want you like the classic Big Belly Burger. Or like whatever, whatever Harrison Wells eats, I feel like that'd yeah. probably be the best thing too. Because he seems to really I like that place. Classic Big Belly Burger with bacon no Thousand Island, ketchup and mustard and onion. So basically an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> oh. And, and obviously uh, milkshakes. <laughs> That's I'll, in my mind. I'm not again, even kidding. In we... my mind, Big Belly Burger is this perfect mix between Red Robin and In-N-Out. Yes. See, I always think I always think of Bob's Big Boy when they say Big Belly Burger. Because I just like, picture uh-huh. that, like, that, I don't know why I picture that boy who stands outside of the restaurant. Whenever they say Big Belly, I just picture him. Um... I would say, oh, I would just, <laughs> I would just get like a a Coke like Cisco did when it like hovered out of the cup. I would just want that <laughs> yeah, to happen. So I, I don't Coke. want it if it, if that won't happen. I I, remember, I don't know if you guys saw this a few months ago, but uh, a girl named Just 
Jen, I think she worked for Nerdist. She like designed her own like big belly menu or something. Like, did you ever guys see that? I I, I know I saw something from her Twitter feed about Big Belly Burger. That she like she I think she does like nerdy food menus or something like that. So, I mean I mean I mean I don't know what else they have at Big uh, Big Belly. Like I mean. I'm sure they have salads you know, like, uh, and chicken items. <laughs> and who eats salads at a, at a first fast food, food uh, restaurant? Vegetarians. Be realistic yeah. now. I'm sure they have a kick-ass veggie burger. Like I bet their veggie burger is top notch. There is a Big Belly Burger in Houston. I just googled. Oh my gosh! So I feel like real? we need to take a flash oh, wait, podcast no. road trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait. Does it have the logo? I can't tell. The logo's like blurred out in this very the sketchy website menu I found. <laughs> Big Belly Burger Houston. All right. I think since we're kind of oh my God, it's running it... low on time, we're going to move on to our house sorting. Dun, dun, dun. So, Brittany, Brittany, I think you're going to lead this discussion. Yes? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like house sorting is like a very personal thing. I know Amy and I are, are pretty big. I think probably the two of the bigger Harry Potter friends on this podcast out of all four of us. And I think it's interesting to see, you know, the traits of the houses all represent such important things. And it's hard. It's a really hard and personal question to decide like which character falls into which house because everyone kind of views the house in a certain way, especially if you're a particular you know, character. I think we should all first, before we say anything, I think we should also identify what house we belong to. Because I feel like oh. that's definitely plays into your bias. At least I know, and like, I get very defensive. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. So I'm like, I want to, like, say, you know, all the Hufflepuffs get all the good things. And, like, people are just like, oh, this guy's, like, kind of nice. We'll put him in Hufflepuff. And I'm like, no, like, there's more traits to being a Hufflepuff than just being, like, a nice guy or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like it's important to... And, you know, a lot of people who are like, ah, Slytherins are the worst. And all the Slytherins who are Slytherins are like, ah, Slytherins are the best because we're just like, want to get stuff and we want to go forward in life. And that's cool, too. But, you know, um, I feel like, you know, there's there's good things and bad things about all the houses and weaknesses and, you know, positives about all houses. And I think some of these characters were pretty hard to sort. I had a difficult time. And Um, there's... So should we... Go ahead. Uh, there's also a theory that I tend to ascribe to, which is you have a primary house and then you have a secondary house. So, for yes. instance, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, primarily Gryffindors. However, you could argue that their secondary houses, Harry is Slytherin, Hermione is Ravenclaw, and Ron is Hufflepuff. And a lot of when you're sorting houses, it has more to do with just characteristics and so more than just to do with Slytherins are ambitious or Hufflepuffs are kind or Gryffindors are brave or Ravenclaws are intelligent. It also has to do with what you value. Um, Ravenclaws value logic. Slytherins value loyalty with a very small subset of people. They have a very close inner circle that they're loyal to, um, often to the exclusion of all others. Hufflepuffs have loyalty to literally, and Brittany, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, they, they're they're so into the loyalty of community. They will protect a community oftentimes that could lead to them sacrificing personal relationships for the good of all. And then Gryffindors can often be blindingly um, brave and their moral compass can lead them down um, dangerous paths that maybe are not as intelligent. So there's there's a lot to kind of that go- goes into sorting and there's there's, you know, different individual discussions you can have. But um, for some of these characters, to me, there's like distinct primary houses. But for a lot of them, I have to like say, OK, this is, you know. Barry is a blank house, but he is a secondary blah, 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 because I feel like that's part of sorting them. Um, 
But sorry, that was just my tangent. <laughs> I, I, I thought about this long and hard. Today. No, no, no that, that, that helped. No, I I saw um I saw you guys uh, throughout the week tweet about it and so and I like I picked up tried to pick up all the links that way we always on because I'm like I need so much help with this so I actually, I actually have to like write down like what does each house represent what traits just so I remember yeah and it's not and again it's um, not just the traits it's it's oftentimes what they value can be an easier way to think about it so uh Brittany how do you want to do this because okay, so, so what is the primary what's the secondary and what's the first you know. Like, what's the primary and what's the secondary? You don't have to worry about that. That's how I classify them. I'm just saying that... No, but I like that. I I want to use that. Okay, well, you can if you want. Um, Just the idea that, that, for instance, I am am a Slytherin. Wholeheartedly. Um, Somehow I knew that. (laughs) No, it's true, though. I mean, I can go into... Somehow somehow I'm I can go into full in-depth why I'm a Slytherin and then... Um, for me, I'm often, uh, it's, it's so interesting cause I'm a Slytherin primary, but I'm a Hufflepuff secondary, which Whoa. took interestingly a lot of like, it took my, my Slytherin mind was like, you're not a Hufflepuff. You're not a Hufflepuff. You're not a Hufflepuff. Oh crap. You're a Hufflepuff. And like, that was, that was my Slytherin mind thinking that, that they're, they're somehow less and 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 things like that so there's i i actually really really respect and love hufflepuffs but that has only i don't know i always just thought hufflepuffs were ordinary um but when you really think about it they're not they're absolutely extraordinary but that's 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 a that's a prejudice that i think we almost get from the harry potter books um but yeah this is a conversation for a completely different time because i think barry ellen is a hufflepuff so i love hufflepuffs so we can talk about that maybe later on should I be worried that you that uh, that you that you would put yourself in Slytherin as a sign that you would want that you would have like some sort of like power control? <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Slytherins um, are are ambitious, Com- complex, and loyal to to kind of a, a small group of co- a collective, so to speak, a small collective, um, and and they they like to be envied. They uh, tend to kind of have they they are ambitious and their ambition combined with this sort of singular loyalty to a smaller group can be seen as selfish and that's where that sort of idea of, of slytherins are selfish and slytherins are mean and slytherins have the potential to be evil comes from um and and it definitely exists but i think all houses have their flaws um that, that come from so, that, that so like um I just diving in, I guess. I think that every incarnation of Wells is a Slytherin for different reasons. Yeah. Like they all have that ambition and they're all loyal to, to certain things, sometimes just themselves. And that can happen. Slytherins can get so thoroughly engrossed in um, the loyalty of, no- or of not wanting to be loyal to a community of not being able to be loyal to a community that they come, they become completely loyal to themselves only. So in my opinion, every single incarnation of Wells, even the original, original Wells, is um, Slytherin. Okay. I like saw Harry a little bit as as a Ravenclaw just because of his bond with with Cisco over like a lot of the intellectual sciencey type things. They kind mm. of like formed that that community between the two of them. But I can definitely see them also being Slytherins where they're trying to achieve a certain goal you know, via any means necessary, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. I can see both. Again, like you said, there's definitely two two parts of 
of their per- of all of their multiple personalities. And you can argue that it's so that weird talking ev- about it, Harry. In I know <laughs> versions like all the Harrys are like this. <laughs> all there. But I but I I totally think so that that Wells's would actually fit in the best in Slytherin because the one thing I kind of feel we've seen with. Even the one that we saw in a in one flashback, you know, the Earth One Harrison Wells, then Harry Wells, and then HR, is that they sort of all want, you know, to be recognized. Yep. They want to be seen as something bigger than they are, and they also don't have any lines. Like they are willing to cross, like do whatever is necessary for themselves. So, but you know they 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 they're they're mostly the like like the ones to always be like rebels or you know go rogue and so. Well, gonna say the, you could also argue that Gryffindors would be willing to do anything, but in the case of Gryffindors, it has to do with their moral compass. So they would do anything to achieve what they believe is right. Um, so I don't know who would which could then also be seen as selfish. Hmm? Which, which in many ways could also be seen as selfish, depending on like if they've you know. exactly. So the, 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 there's no easy way to define houses. House sorting is a really tricky thing. Um, oh, we we never said <laughs> it was going to be easy. None of like <laughs> whoever thought this was going to be easy, like pff, they need to get out. Like this was never going to be easy. Um, Andrew, um, what do you think about um, the 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 crisis of infant Harrys? So. Oh no, yeah, I think that he's he's a a selfish guy uh i think kind of just as a byproduct of him thinking that he knows better which is a very slytherin thing to me um but he would also like kill uh for his daughter so that's not a uh, you know i mean it's still selfish in a way but i think i think amy pretty much nailed it and then yeah i think Brittany, like harry is probably as close as we've gotten to anything else but um and then this I mean, this HR is not making it into Hogwarts, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to that American school. He's like a pudgewudgy or something. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he goes he's, He goes to the same school as Victor Crumb. I think... <laughs> the bo- that's actually argue- a decent school, though. Yeah. Yeah, but Andre... No, I can see him as being, like, the one guy that was admitted to the to the women's school. It was never a women's school in the oh book. God. It just became that way in the movies. In the movie, yeah. For the record. Harsh. <laughs> Could you see like Tom Cavanaugh in like one of those like blue dresses, just like you know, every time he like you know knees, like, butterfly comes. <laughs> he out could, of his he body, could rock oh, the hat. God, I could totally sure. see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, look, he can rock any hat. I would argue that Harry is actually the most, the most. He's Slytherin, but a complex Slytherin. Like uh-huh. the, it, it, the idea of you having this set group of loyalty, um, a small group of loyalty. He's super loyal to. Um, to Jesse, and that's about it. And then it took, it was really, really hard for him to expand that loyalty to Team Flash. Sure. All right. Who do we want to do next? What about HR then? So I'm, I'm writing these down, by the way. So far, we've got all of the Wellses as Slytherin. <laughs> and then, what did you say? Um, you put Harry as what, Brittany? Ravenclaw. Okay. Since we're talking Which about. Um, sorry? Also works. Sorry. I was going to say, since we're talking about HR and Harry iterations, do you want to talk about Jesse too? I found her hard to sort, too, because I know a lot of people I saw on Twitter were saying that she's a Ravenclaw, which I think, I mean, I get that, but I feel like the intelligence and the logic wasn't, like, the main part of her personality that we got to see. Like, she just seemed like this fun-loving, like, 
maybe I guess now maybe I'm thinking kind of her as a Hufflepuff, even though it's hard again because I consider myself a Hufflepuff, and I'm like, oh, she's so much cooler than me. Like I'm like the lame <laughs> Hufflepuff. Like, <laughs> Brittany, she's no just one is like, cooler than you. She just you know, she, I feel like she she's kind of very open and loving. It took her, you know, she was a lot quicker to to warm to the team flash than her father was. Obviously she wants to be included. You know, she was super excited to be Jesse quick and be part of the team. Um, so I feel like, yeah, maybe she's a Hufflepuff. I could see her being like a complex Ravenclaw because I mean, yes, she is very smart because of, you know, I mean, you know, because of her dad and I mean, and probably her mother, mother too, but she doesn't seem to be the one that wants to follow their footsteps as like scientist or inventor and so on. I, I kind of, if she had never become a species, I think she probably would have just wanted to live like a normal girl, whatever. So like complex Ravenclaw, but probably born Hufflepuff anyway. Or Gryffindor. Actually, you know what? You, I know what? Let me change my mind. She would be a complex Ravenclaw, but secondary, she would probably be better as Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, so far, she's I, in all the houses. <laughs> I tend to think she's a Gryffindor. Because she has the set moral code. When her father was willing to kill to rescue her, she had a lot of trouble with that. And he knew that she would have a lot of trouble with that. So uh, I, I think that she's got a really big moral compass that she would follow. And if it came down to it, I don't think she... Even if it helped to save the world, I don't think she would be able to kill if it came to it. I, I really don't. Whereas Barry, if he absolutely had to, I think he could kill. We've seen him do it before. I don't think Jesse... Wait, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. When did he, he kill? In season two, episode one, when he he did that one thing with the one guy, the nuclear dude, he definitely killed him. Oh, he also killed that uh, he didn't know the he sand was guy from the other world. Sand. They definitely just straight up killed. Plus, they're killing everyone in the pipeline because no one's getting fed. <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't look at them at okay. Those are deaths, but those aren't murders. Okay. Because he no, didn't no, that's, 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 but in, in, in Jesse's case, that's a distinction that she would make. Jesse yeah. would be unable to to let she would she would be unable to accept casualties. She would be so into her moral code that I and that could be her flaw. Um yeah. I mean we saw how hard it was for her to accept what her father had done to try to get her back. To try to get her back. Yeah, when that life. was pretty easy to understand for for us, I thought. Yeah. So, in my opinion, she is a Gryffindor faux show. I might. I, I think she definitely ends up one. Yes. There you go. And you can <laughs> choose to be in whatever house you want. Yeah. Right. Um, if you just whisper through a sorting house, yeah. house really, really quiet, but yeah, it, it, it's really, really. Um. <laughs> so. I mean, I'm sorry. That's how the scene played out to me. Sorry, <laughs> um, uh, I am a Ravenclaw. So the only person really in this group that I saw as another one would be Cisco. Hmm. But he was very hard because he's definitely strikes me as the only person in the group that is ambitious in a creative way or like witty. Um, but See, again, I, but I saw he, that as his Ravenclaw side like coming out. Yeah. What did I say? No, I th- oh, I thought you were going like you were saying I didn't see him Slytherin. as a Ravenclaw. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I thought, I yeah, I thought you were going Slytherin. No, see? we're in agreement. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so then then what do you consider Caitlin? Cuz I consider Caitlin a Ravenclaw. I consider them different versions of Ravenclaws. Yes. Because I feel like, you know, like we've talked about everything is so complex. There's so many different ways to be different houses. I think they're definitely both Slither, uh, Ravenclaws, but in different ways, I think. 
because again they they have that bond over their science and over you know they like to think their the problems through they're always you know there's there's some a meta shows up and they are like let's think of what we can build what can we make how can we use science to stop this person and i think that just they both use that to as the main part of their personality that comes out when there's a crisis i uh i went with hufflepuff for her mainly because if I was reading a Harry Potter book and it made mention of like a bookish Hufflepuff, I would picture Caitlin. Okay. Oh my god, I I had put Caitlin as Hufflepuff first, but then I kept thinking, but wait a minute, she is so creative. One and then, you know, she's the one who's always able to come up with all these solutions. You know, she was heck, she was even the one who came up with V nine, all these other things that we've seen throughout the series. So I think that. She's in between for me for Ravenclaw. Yeah, Hufflepuff. she is. She might be See, the only Cis- member. I put Cisco as a oh. Ravenclaw Hufflepuff because yeah. I guess a lot of like the jokes that people make about about um, Hufflepuffs are that like they're the, always the one that will be like coming and like trying to bring you cookies or something and be like, hey, like, I feel like Cisco's the friend that just like wants everyone, which is why we were so upset when he was being a bummer this right. second half of the season because you know he's the friend that's like, hey guys, let's cheer up, let's do this. I have a joke, you know, like finger guns. Here's have some cookies. <laughs> like I feel like that's just, I feel like I said finger guns a lot on this podcast but <laughs> like um i feel like no this is actually your first time oh, really? i have okay. heard you say it one time Maybe I think about it a lot. but yeah i feel like I, that's, oh. that's another part of his personality so i feel like that and that's like a like a hufflepuff thing like i just want to embrace everybody i want everyone to be happy and joyful and and as you know as enjoying life as much as i do man i see i now that we're talking about it he's he's having the like um because I remember with Gryffindor, it was like uh, chivalry. Was that the word they used? Like it was not just being heroic or brave, but chivalrous. And yes, he's the one. What, I don't even know what that word means. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he like he's a not knight. just like he's yes. He would do it for sense for a sense of a greater code. Like he would yeah. put himself in harm's way because he understood that in some like abstract sense he should and. With with, Which, with Barry, it it would like he would put himself in harm's way, but it would be for a very like a real reason that that he would be able to voice. Whereas, you know, Cisco would be the person who goes down there and does it because I just gotta, you know. See, I almost see that as a I can put that Cisco yeah. side of him. Like I see Cisco as a as a Gryffindor. Like in the past yeah. couple of episodes, especially where he is PO'd at Barry for what <laughs> Barry did. He is ultimately like, but I will not let my friend die. My moral code is I will not let my friend die. I will I will sacrifice He's my going through own... his Ron phase. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sacrifice my own heart and soul um to to save my friend because that is the moral code that I've established for myself. I I tend to view Caitlin as a Ravenclaw because and Julian as a Ravenclaw. Because like and yeah. and Andrew, you can you can debate this with me because I'm kind of curious to see what you say as a Ravenclaw, but I feel like Ravenclaws have a set parameters of how things work that you yes. can almost view as logic and you compare everything to that set parameter. So does that like Julian, when he's sitting there trying to figure out, trying to understand what Barry told him, he's literally sitting there going, but this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I guess in my mind, Caitlin lacks wisdom. So I don't know if I would necessarily yeah. call her Ravenclaw. That was the the deciding factor for me too. Yeah, because even if it's like it's wisdom through knowledge is almost implied. Like, uh, you know, Julian was having trouble not because he was arrogant, but just because he had figured out a system that made sense to him. 
So, and then we, you know, it still leaves that capacity to, it wasn't selfishness or anything like that. Like he was, he, a lot of people would say Slytherin just because it's, well, it's Tom Felton, but, uh, um, yeah. Which is our only rule for this. Yeah. We cannot put Julian in. Slytherin. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one too. Yeah, the logic was a big thing for me, and that's um, that's definitely a thing that Caitlin goes with too. But it kind of seems like it applies to her character, but I don't know if it's supposed to be the heart of her character. I could be a real so what big did... jerk and say that we haven't gotten enough Caitlin for me to really say this season, but I agree. Wait, before we go on, okay, so. Andrew, you said you're you're in Ra- you're yes. in Ravenclaw. Brittany, you said you're in Hufflepuff. Yes. Amy said you're a Slytherin. If you're a Gryffindor. I'm gonna laugh so hard. <laughs> yes. It- <laughs> no. No. When do I crave for recognition? See, I don't. I don't never. count that as a. Ra- as <laughs> That's a, not a trait. I've never thought about it as a Gryffindor trait, but I, I look at myself as a Hufflepuff, but a very weak. Hufflepuff. There's no such thing as weak. I think, I think I think that's why all Hufflepuffs are Hufflepuffs. We're like we just consider ourselves weak Hufflepuffs. But that's well, the thing I always that's thought that's I, I feel I'm very you know I feel I can dedicate myself very good to things. I feel I can you know be loyal to people. You know I yeah you're Neville. I hate you. Uh, no, you know, you know what? <laughs> no, Neville's the best. Neville freaking saved the Neville. day. Have you not read the same hey, Harry look, Potter book? I, I Even cried. Even in the awful play, he saved I, the day. Even in the first book. Uh, he was a telltale. He was like, you know, I will tell you to Mr. McGonagall. Mc- 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 no. Did you not read the ending of that? Dumbledore said, standing up to your friends. He's the most Gryffindor of Gryffindories. Okay, yeah, look, it, you're, you're, he was sure he was you're, petrified. It was like but nine I mean, years ago, I read that book. For, for the love of God, like I, like, I, the last time I read a Harry Potter book, y'all jumped to Neville's defense. <laughs> like Neville, <laughs> I, I always get to be like the weird ones in fiction and so on. I always get to be like the, the. Well, we're not saying you're Luna. Look, I would rather be Luna. I can. I, I, <laughs> the Luna haters are going to come after. The Luna are going to come after us. You can't. I can totally Luna. see Luna like having Asperger's, which would explain so much. Which is why I could so identify myself with her. So I would totally. Oh, she. Like, yeah. you know, she would have her weird sunglasses or like three D sunglasses, like whatever she was wearing. And she and she has like a tight group of friends. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, and she see, and she can see mm-hmm. like weird dead things, with, which I you know tend to to do sometimes. And um, but yeah, but I told. I mean. I don't want to put my. I mean, look, there's no way I'm ever gonna put myself in in Gryffindor because I, there's there's like I maybe mean, I may live up to one of those trades, but there's like it, it might be barely. I think I think my myself better as a Hufflepuff. So, but Amy, let me ask you, why would you think that would be so funny if I had said Gryffindor? Because we would have been all no, because then we would, would have, have all been different house representing on the podcast. Uh, no, you guys put. <laughs> we would have had one. We would have had one person from each house. It would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. Would I think Lauren would probably be Gryffindor. I think, you know what? I, honestly, Andy, I think you're being a real Harry right now. So, wait, wait, which one of <laughs> hey, them? Harry Potter, Harry, nice Harry Potter, Harry Wells? And Potter, yeah. No, Potter. <laughs> That's a really good point. Which yeah, Harry? Yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> which, which Earth Harry are we talking about? Oh my about? God. Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, would you want to be Gryffindor? Nah. They, they have to risk their lives too often. Like, I, I don't think my heart could take that with it. <laughs> I don't think my life insurance would cover it, so. Fair. So which okay so so, okay, so we Jesse, about the Harrys. We need Iris. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's do the West family now. So we'll, we'll. You want to start with Iris? We can start with. I feel like Iris I, was. I for me was the hardest. Oh, I okay. I gave the I gave the Wests uh, all Gryffindors. 
Oh, that's interesting. See, I made all the Wests. Actually, Iris and Joe, I both made Hufflepuffs. And that was like a pretty a pretty hard decision. I think for Joe, it was easy because he's just so loyal to his family and to, you know, even though he is obviously super brave being a police officer and, you know, risking his life, I feel like his core is just this love and affection for the people around him. You know, the people he works with, his family, Barry, the, the rest of the Allen family, you know, he's, he loves you know everybody i feel like that's a big part of who he is i could almost put joe in ravenclaw just because of his like his his very grounded sense of i have an idea of how the world works do not tell me that there's a different way that the world works i don't like that <laughs> so he's very um, good at being in denial but i <laughs> no but it's the idea of having a set set parameters of how the world works and 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 comparing ooh, ooh. then what you see to that and Ex- does it work or does it not i think that's yeah. true although i think that when we see him in distress it's because the people who are close to him are not living by the rules that he thinks they should like he it's for their for their good not for like i i don't think that he would argue that the way he was treating Wally was the way he should. It was just how he felt he needed to. And he so even is that a budged on it. Right? I don't know. I feel like I feel like he would make an argument. Like when Wally says, why can't I? He would give an explanation when in the show he just says, because I said so. You know, it, it is like, because I'm your father and that's the role that I have because I care about you. Not because that is how you should behave. He's also, he's so loving. Like, he defines himself through the people around him, not his personal accomplishment. It seems like he's not really all that about being recognized. So you say he's a Hufflepuff? I don't know. He has the love of a... The thing that did, did it for Gryffindor with me was that he is, um, like, so courageous. Like, he, he will... The, I, I remembered him with the Weather Wizard from the first season, and that seemed like uh, just the consummate bravery sacrificing himself um, for that. But I mean, I just, I mean, he, everyone who listens to this knows that I think Joe's the hero of this story. So you want to be, you want to be Andrew West instead. I, have I not said that already? Yes. I mean, obviously, I don't, so, yes. Some, oh my gosh. Me too. I don't know if you like are in love with him or you want to like, just be his son. Like I, it's like, it's like both is good. Yeah. So you want you want to be adopted yeah. and See, then now, love that, with now that you, <laughs> I he almost tend sorry to but, no sorry I'm just I'm I know we want to keep talking about moving the discussion along. No, go on, Amy, Amy, it's a Christmas. Thank you. Um, on. I, I tend to do Joe as a Gryffindor. He's one of those ones where I had to do a definitive secondary. So I put him mm, as a yeah. primary Gryffindor with Ravenclaw secondary traits. Sure. Like he'd be put in Gryffindor, but everybody would be asking like, shouldn't you have been in Ravenclaw? <laughs> yeah, I. Caitlin, which which or, house has the oh best voice? Oh my gosh, Brittany, what did you put yeah. him as for Joe? Yeah. See, I originally had Hufflepuff, and now see, I I still stick by Hufflepuff, but I'm also siding kind of with Gryffindor because I'm thinking about like Professor Lupin, and I feel like Joe has a lot of those like teacherly, fatherly traits in him. Lupin. You know, just like especially like taking taking the orphan in who you know, doesn't have a family. He kind of makes, he's the father figure for this orphan. He's the guider. He's the leader. He's the, the voice of reason a lot of the time. He's the person they all turn to. So he's the Lupin of of the Flash universe. 
So now I'm thinking. I still never. I will still never oh, forgive J.K. So Rowling true. for broke, breaking up Tonkin and J and Lupin when when they were just about to have a baby. They, well, they, they had, had a baby, baby, but they left him. You know, or, you know, over. But I get you know, the whole beautiful, you know, the poetic message of you know. Well, now he's the next, the boy who lived or whatever. I guess, I don't know. Yeah, full circle. So we did. We did. We decided. So we said, Joe. What about Iris? For me, I. Ah, uh, because she comes between Ravenclaw half of up for me. Honestly, like I, I, I don't necessarily think it's obvious that she would be in. Gryffindor, um, honestly, um, I don't. Iris was difficult because she like, yeah, I think she was she, the hardest because she fits into like almost all four houses in some way. Like she like, like if there was like a way you could belong to all four houses, I would put, I would give that like special honor to Iris because she's kind of like all she brings all of those four dimensions, I guess. As a person, Does that makes sense. Probably not. I know. It's, I think I originally again I put her as Hufflepuff because I don't know. Again, I, maybe I'm biased. I'm putting all the cool people. I I want all the West family <laughs> in Hufflepuff. <laughs> but I feel like again, that's her her loyalty to Barry and to her family is such a, a defining characteristic. And I think yeah, she definitely is brave. She's definitely smart. Um, but I feel like what it comes down to, she's a character with a really big heart, and she gets, she gets that from her dad. And she also wants equality in yeah. many ways, too. Also, you know, she wants to, like, in. I mean, we see, like, the consequence of when Joe decided to keep the secret about Barry being the flat a secret. You know, all she just asked for is just. I mean, I think she's someone that really deeply cares about loyalty in her life, that, you know, she just wants. She will be honest with you if you're being honest with her. So. That's all. I agree. I think Iris is a Gryffindor. Yeah. What 100%. about Wally? She she could be one of the Harry Potter trio. I mean, if yes. you slotted her in there, the story doesn't change. Like she is a a daring, spunky, determined, but just Jewelous. oh yeah yeah. If you asked her to, realistically, not not if you asked her to, she would volunteer to put mm. herself into Savitar's grasp to yeah. save everyone. She would, she would do that. She's done it before. Yeah, she's done it before. She's done it before other villains. She yeah. did it with um, Eye Zombie Girder, and she. Yeah. Now, I mean, whereas was, was Colin Creedy a Gryffindor? Yeah. Okay, yes. then yeah, that makes sense. So we have our photojournalist. Wait, who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that just seals it for me. Colin wait, dies. Wait, the kid from from yeah. Oh, the, the one with the camera in the the second one. Oh, the second <laughs> one was messy, all. I didn't really start loving the Harry Potter movie until the third one. The second one, the second, the first and second one are fine. They're great for what they are, but this, the third one is like that's, really that's good. That's generally acknowledged. What do we think about? What do we think about? Uh, okay, cool. cool. Mm. Leatherin. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's be- I mean, if we're basing complete on just this season, yeah. But also, if you think about in in last season, you know where he was dealing with his mother's medical bills, all that thing. I think he's someone that wants power and control in his life. He wants to be able to, like, he wants to be able to, you know, dictate the game, not have it dictated for him in important life stuff. If you get what I mean, so I could see him totally be a Slytherin. But also, you know, I mean, I do think he is also somewhat of a Gryffindor. So 
Slytherin primary. Yeah, I Gryffindor was secondary. similar thinking. The the main thing for me was I I just don't think he comes across as particularly uh, like clever. Um, he he kind of has more heart than head. <laughs> I mean, we did see that at one episode when he was uh, trying to apply to college. You know, when he when when he was like pitching with his big thesis like he like he was his big thing that he was using to apply yeah no i mean it, and so and he was it, talking yeah about the the speed car. the new engine and that seemed really complicated i'm not seeing him going to college though so i don't know if that was just scribbles i mean does anyone go to college or, or their jobs in this in this dtv universe true only caitlin that's why i have her as a hufflepuff <laughs> yeah like oliver is a mayor and he's like he's always away <laughs> oh let's not open up arrow characters though the main reason I tend to think Wally's a Slytherin is because every time where he keeps saying, I want the power to be a hero, I want the power to be a hero, to me, it's he. what he's missing is I want to be, I, I, I know he says sometimes, and he has said, I want the power so that I can be a hero to help save sure. people. There's a huge majority of that that's just, but I want to be a hero. And mm. that's a very Slytherin trait is I, I, I would love to have this incredible power. And I would love to use that incredible power to save the day. But I also love the idea of having this incredible power. Like, I love the idea of being famous. I love the idea of being famous so that I can help to um, change the world. But I love the idea of being famous. As opposed to a Hufflepuff who would be like, I want to change the world. Without the famous aspect in there. So I, to me, that's what it comes down to with Wally is I want to be a hero. And I will use that to change the world and to help save people but also i just want to be a hero yeah i can see and also how you were saying before like slytherins have a very small group group of people he, he they're loyal to and i feel like you know wally like it was just him and his mom for a while and now he's just starting to include the flash team and i feel mm -hmm. like he would take a betrayal of any of them very very hard i think he's yeah. just learning how to trust them and i think you know it was hard for him to find out that you know they all you know barry was the flash and they kind of kept that for him from him so like, and it's not yeah, to say that Slytherins has... don't are not loyal to other people. It's just almost that they're that they're so loyal to a small group of people that they almost don't have the capacity to be loyal to a greater group of people because of the loyalty that they have for that smaller group. Yeah. Who are we missing? Who we haven't done Barry? We're Barry Allen. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Because I, I, there's, there's, there's a surprise character I want to bring in. <clears throat> because she's probably going to become okay. a West very soon. Andrew, what house does Cecile belong in? <laughs> um, I think she'd be a teacher. <laughs> uh, I see I can, her I can see as... That. Um, Muggle studies teacher? Yeah, she'd be like the fun teacher, you know? Hey, she'd be a real... Uh... McGonagall was hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... She's got more of a grandmotherly yeah. vibe, I guess, but um Yeah, grandma's gonna eat your face off vibe. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I don't like that. I don't like that pick. I don't like her sort of No, she's a muggle. Yeah, there's no problem with muggles. No, she's yeah. one of the good ones. She's the horror. We let's she's, go with she's the muggle who the wizards trust. Like mm. Like she's the muggle who they've who they she's use. She's the Jacob. <laughs> yeah, she's Jacob Kowalski. Oh, that's so <laughs> accurate. <laughs> so, 
Barry, or did I break Amy's heart completely? <laughs> no, I mean, Barry is Hufflepuff, okay. right? Does anybody disagree with that? He's Hufflepuff. He's the Gryffindor. Oh. Let's he's him. literally Harry Potter. Like, I feel like, I just, I don't know. He's angsty. He... <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like he just, he rushes in head first. Like he totally thinks like, like everything, like think of like book five, Harry, where he's just like, oh my God, Sirius is in trouble. Like I'm going to go rush into the ministry of magic and rescue him. Like that was Barry, like at the end of last season, he's like, I'm just going to go save my mom. Like, because I feel like it today and I'm going to go back in time and mess with everything. I don't know. I feel like he leads a lot. I guess it could be Hufflepuff thing leading with your heart sometimes like rushing in, but I just feel like he reminds me and I guess playing the hero and the fact that he is you know, our superhero, that kind of makes me think of him as a Gryffindor, this character who just rushes into things wanting to, you know, as we talked about before, be chivalrous, but not necessarily, you know, know if it's it's the right thing to do. He's just doing it because he thinks it's right or he wants to do it, but it might not be the, like, capital T right thing. Should we really be comparing Mm. Barry Allen to Harry Potter, who was most of his times when saving the day... Still in his puberty, which, you know, when you're in your puberty in your teenage years, you do tend to to think, go, you know, just, you know, just go into danger without thinking, you know. So I'm just putting it out there. Barry was emotionally broken. You know, Harry was just a teenager. Ooh, I will full heartedly disagree with that. And we can fight about that another day. You can fight. I'm not going to. Um, you know, Brittany, it's oh, yeah, that, that's another that's another comparison too with them, like the dead parents thing. Go ahead. <laughs> I throw, you know, everyone, everyone, all superheroes though have dead parents, so that kind of that's true. Every superhero is a Gryffindor. <laughs> if you guys look at what if you guys look at what I just if I go, if you guys just look at what I just tweeted, you all like imagine if that had been oh, like, yeah. Harry Potter franchise. Um, I, I, what were you, wait, I, what were you gonna say, Amy? Yeah. Well, you're you're convincing me. <laughs> Because he does, he does have a really interesting parallel to Harry of the rushing in and doing what he thinks is right without really realizing how that can affect others. And that is a very Gryffindor trait. Um, but Barry's always been so... One of the things that I think Hufflepuff's value is community as a whole. And mm-hmm. Barry is always, in a heartbeat, he will be willing... We saw it in the crossover. He's willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good every time. Um, yeah, and I feel, and which he, I feel like he would that, make that, that decision. That, that was Harry walking into the the forest at the end of book seven. Yeah, but that's that. I I like I get your point because he he does do the similar things. But for me, I mean, a, a Gryffindor would just do it, and Barry is the kind of person who would need to think it through, weigh mm-hmm. the good and bad, and then mm-hmm. say, "No, I need to do this for the community," or or to step in because of someone else really also in my mind, like Barry is Caitlin with powers and Caitlin is so not a Gryffindor to me. <laughs> like she's, See, I don't think, I don't know. I don't consider Barry as logical or like as thoughtful or not like he's dumb, but I don't think Barry thinks about things the way Caitlin doesn't does. Not I think wise. that, I think that Barry thinks about like matters of the heart and morality the way Caitlin does. Caitlin, I think is like more, she falls back on her. Yeah, analytic. she's an analytic thinker, and Barry's like a feeler. Um, but really, I mean, it's just the the fact that like, I don't think of Barry as like. There's almost a recklessness in my mind to being a Gryffindor, and I think that aside from the flashpoint, which kind of came like really out of nowhere, um, I would not define Barry as reckless. Like, it's a compliment. I think Barry Allen from the comics is a Hufflepuff. 
um, because he he is like the thinker of the group who's going to say, no, I need to do this, but I need to do it because I put together the pieces that made me realize I need to do this. Not like, I just gotta. It's almost like Barry was a Hufflepuff that is turning into a Gryffindor. It's beautiful. Like, I mean, that's so, a, if you picture the animals, wait, it's, wait, it's wait, horrific. Explain. But yeah, please explain. <laughs> Badgers, like, sprouting wings yeah. and getting really long claws, <laughs> turning tannish yellow gold. But if you think about it, he, he was initially this, this character that was community, 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 values the community, values everybody, values um, all of that and kindness and love and tolerance. And then he's slowly turning into this Gryffindor who he has this moral code that he's he's almost drawn to with his mom. I keep going back to that. Like the, the idea, cause, cause when you say Andrew, that he's not reckless, I think that what he did at the end of season two was the most reckless thing he could have done. For sure. Um, I, I disagree with that because I, I mean, yes, it is reckless, but also emotionally broken. So you don't tend to think logically or about others you're blinded by your own grief. So well, I, I don't, I can't say that he's was. Com- well, one of the things that I did read about Hufflepuffs, which was kind of an interesting way that they put it is that they can, they, that they um, value community and bonds to a group, but they can define what that community is. So he, you can be a Hufflepuff who values all people, but you value a certain group of people above others like Hufflepuffs can define which group they're going to value which could make them inherently intolerant mm-hmm. um which is almost Slytherin-esque which is that's the thing with houses altogether is that there's always a trait of one that can be found in the other or you you know you you you, you are an inherent Hufflepuff but you've got Slytherin qualities to you um I don't know. I don't know how. I think I would put Barry as a Hufflepuff, but Brittany, you're really suggesting to me that maybe he's 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 a Hufflepuff, but a Gryffindor Gryffindor secondary. Discovering his inner Gryffindor. Yeah. I feel like the hat. I feel like as if the hat was on his head, the hat could have convinced him. He's like, I'm a Hufflepuff, and the hat's like, though? like, come on. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed that voice. Um, do we want to go through quickly, you know, some of the yes. listeners' um, thoughts, you know, um, who wants Did to Did we read? skip anybody? Um, I think we... I mean, I, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I had to find out, like, maybe we could, I don't know, like, we could sort the ships oh God, we don't in houses, but I, I guess... <laughs> I know, and I, I don't know if that would work either. I don't so, think... Um, I think we the one we discussed the least was Cisco. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I had a lot of trouble defining him because ultimately I think he's a Gryffindor. Yeah. It's tough. He I was think tough. the toughest. I think the only ones that we thoroughly agreed on was that Iris is a Gryffindor and all the Wellses are Slytherins. <laughs> like, I think that's, from what I wrote down, that's the only ones where we kind of <laughs> mostly agree. You will have to, you, you have to send that to us, by the way, so we can, like, remember. Oh, I lost so, track. Like, maybe next year... <laughs> But you, you you wrote it down, so at least you have like just I don't know, sc- fax it to us something. But Send like, it by the year, owl. We do this again next Christmas. Owl post. Yeah, the real the real problem was that yeah. 
like I read through all of the ones people sent in and everyone just makes a good case. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of the, that's the, the fun, fun part of this. About, I think, yeah, I, I love thinking about, and some people, I mean, I was getting really heated on Twitter. Like when I was first reading and I'm like, no, this is so wrong. But then like, now that we're talking about it and having like a friendly, I didn't, think, I, well, I, I was going to respond to people, but I was like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. But like people were saying things. And I was like, this is terrible. This is so wrong. <laughs> Okay, well, let's go through some of them so we can, you know, like, tell us how you really feel, Brittany. Like, you know, let's go, for, let's let's look at the Maricela's ear, a.k.a. Tatiana. What do you think of her house story? Um, I think there, oh, there's one I responded to, because I forget who, I wish I remembered, someone responded to her and said that Eddie, um, Eddie is, is Cedric. Is Cedric? And I was completely like, yes, 100% Eddie is Cedric. <laughs> he's the, the Cedric of the Hufflepuffs. Like, he's just a good guy that's like adorable everyone wants to be friends with him he'll give you the answers yep. to the triwizard tournament like that is that is him 110 percent. now hold on i never saw cedric or eddie as adorable like there were oh many things but oh, they're baby, baby robert pattinson was eddie is fire newt. oh you're... yeah totally barry is newt actually hey. i feel like if barry oh had the gosh. option to have all of these cute little <laughs> animals he would totally keep them like in the pipeline and feed them better yeah. than human beings. Amy, 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 imagine Cisco and that creature that just stole all the of the Niffler. Yeah. The Niffler. The Niffler, so, but it's like trained to search me for metahumans or no, something. That. Like Barry like, trains it. That's oh. Keeps metahumans in his pocket. Brittany, Brittany. Brittany, what have, Brittany, what have you done? I'm going to like try call J.K. Rowling and be like, okay, so you need to write like a flash Hogwarts type of book where you merge metahumans with your bees. Yeah, but it would be so, like, it, it would be something weird Star Labsy, so he, he would fill his stomach with like quark matter or something weird. Fantastic metahumans and where to find them. Yes, please! where to find them! Can we write that as like a... Like no, no, a I'm working like on the fanfic special, right like, now, Can we write it? Oh, so, oh, so we're not gonna... I thought it was gonna be like a science... Oh, yeah, right? we can do that too. All right. Want to read the feedback we got? Um, the other people storing them into houses. Um, <laughs> I'll read. Tatiana Marcel's ear says that Iris, Wally, and Eddie are Gryffindors. And for Iris, she says she will brave any danger if it means saving the day or just getting the truth out there. She's the, she champions heroes and believes wholeheartedly in justice. Spot on. And then for rape, right? For Ravenclaw, she has Caitlin, Cisco, and Jesse. And then for Hufflepuff, it's Barry, Joe, and HR. And for Barry, she says, he's our hero, but his loyalty and connection to his loved ones are what power him. He's happier doing small things for others than he is having to face down a foe. See, all good points for everybody. And then for Slytherin, she has Linda Park and Harrison Wells, as opposed to HR, who she has as a Hufflepuff. Wait, where did... Wait, wait, where did no, Linda I like that, though, that she kind of threw that yeah, out. She, uh, Linda is... She, why is Linda, why is Linda, Linda is a Slytherin? Slytherin because she's ambitious and quick to see others as a competition, but once she warms to you, she's ride or die. I kind of like True. that. <laughs> oh, come on. She, she's using the season one Linda, that it's like nothing like season two Linda. <laughs> but she's spot on. That's great. I also love her definition of Barry, how Barry's happier doing small things for other than he is having to face down a foe. That... Mm, yeah. But then it makes it sound that like That statement is inherently anti-Gryffindor. Not anti-Gryffindor. Um, polar Gryffindor. The opposite. Yeah. Um, we got an email from Dylan Exner, and he, this person says, Barry Allen is a Hufflepuff, 
chief traits are loyalty and fair play, as well as hard work. All traits I associate with Barrett, especially when he was on Supergirl. Joe West is also a Hufflepuff. Wally West is a Gryffindor. Was determined to face getting powers head on. Apply directly to forehead. (laughs) Wants to help people more than anything. Iris West, Ravenclaw, goes for the scoop. Caitlin Snow, Ravenclaw. She's a scientist, first and foremost. Cisco's also a Ravenclaw, and so is the real Harrison Wells. And then Harry Wells is a Hufflepuff. And Jesse Wells is a Gryffindor, was able to survive Zoom, then started saving people wearing her attacker's costume. H.R. Uh, Wells is a Slytherin, so this person sorted all the Har- all the Harrys in different houses, which is kind of funny. Eobard Thawne, mm. Slytherin, his goal to ruin Barry Allen. Now he's in the Legion of Doom. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Jay Garrick, Ravenclaw. He's a mentor. Oh, that's good. We didn't sort Jay. I like that Jay's in Ravenclaw. He's kind of like this mentor, teacherly type figure happening. But he would be a teacher, though. Julian. He would be the teacher of the, the teacher of defense. defense yeah, he'd be like one of the other good ones, not like all the other bad ones. And then Julian was a Ravenclaw. Would rather study than be rich. Sorry, no Draco nostalgia here. <laughs> <laughs> And then, I think this is from Bailey Rogers. Um, Barry's a Gryffindor. Caitlin is a Ravenclaw. Cisco is a Hufflepuff with a close second from Gryffindor. Joe and Iris and Wally are all Gryffindors, just like Andrew sorted them. Uh, Harry is a Ravenclaw, but could also be Slytherin. Interesting. Um, Jesse is a Hufflepuff. Julian is a Ravenclaw. Savitar, Zoom, and Reverse Flash, all Slytherins. Those ambitious evil speedsters. <laughs> Amy's just in the house with all the bad speedsters. Like, I'm sorry. What? We gonna rule the world. You got a problem with that? (laughs) (laughs) You're scaring me, Amy. (laughs) I mean, what if Amy on Earth 2 was like a full-on sword and she was... I told you, wasn't it, Brittany? Didn't you and I say this? That if we were on Earth 2, we'd be villains? Yeah, definitely. We did. We said we were gonna be, um... What was it? The Bad Birds of Prey. What, What? Whoa, bad birds of prey. So what is it? Wait, on, which Andy's. ones? I was going to... Well, Andy blew my mind because he told me that um, White Canary was bad in the comics. Which I did not know. So I was, oh, yeah. was going to be bad White Canary, so I'm just regular White Canary. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't speak, like you just person. kill. Yeah. Okay. So this one is from Swara Sahil. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. I apologize if I'm not. Barry, Ravenclaw. Oh, and they also did the the bending signs, so we can do that quick. But um, that so I'll just, I'll just do the house. Barry's a Ravenclaw. Barry's a brave hero to be sure, but his inherent passion lies in learning everything he can in a sci- in the scientific world, and is deeply analytical in his general worldview. In the heart of battle, he can f- he can forget his wit through. In the heat of battle, I'm not sure about in the heat. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. So he's analytical and general and like studying science i think that's uh, interesting i didn't think of barry's ravenclaw but some of these are like that's right i forget he's like a csi scientist but it's because sometimes. he can speed read now so like any him doing any studying whatever it's kind of like well it's easy for him exactly iris gryffindor should be obvious iris is a vivacious outgoing friendly and a passionate leader at heart she's really is a driving force in team flash Joe, Gryffindor. Iris must get her Gryffindor traits from her brave, compassionate, and lovingly wonderful father, who will always jump into the heart of battle for his friends and family. Uh, Wally is also a Gryffindor. Um, like his dad, he has inherent bravery and desire to help all he can. 
and then Caitlin and Cisco are both Ravenclaws. Cisco is driven by a desire to garner all the knowledge he can, and is probably the most creative character on the Flash, which I think we talked about too. And then we yeah. have from Carly Lane, uh, Barry is a Gryffindor, Iris is a Hufflepuff, Caitlin and Cisco are Ravenclaws, Joe is Hufflepuff, Wally is a Gryffindor. Jesse is a Ravenclaw. Wells in any incarnation is Slytherin. Julian is a Slytherin, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> but you gotta say it like Snape. And what did you say? Uh, um, and then, she, she gave her reasons, I think. Uh, Gryffindors are touted as being brave and having a lot of nerve. Ravenclaws are valued for their intelligence and wit. Hufflepuffs are loyal and patient. Slytherins are cunning and resourceful. I'm sure there's more than one right answer, but based on the qualities in each house, each house is meant to exemplify. I feel pretty good about my choices. Yeah. These were... Um... We need to do this every every Christmas, you guys. Like, you know, I know. I like I like this. Yeah. Next Christmas, I want to do Avatar elements. Well, then I'm gonna watch. I have, so I have a whole year to watch Avatar. How many seasons do I have? I would totally do that. How many seasons do I have to watch? Three. But then I have to watch Korra too. No, you don't. Well, if we're gonna do like metal bending, Wait, no, or... Amy, why do I not? Don't I have to watch Korra? You don't have to. Not. To, to to do the general I thought, uh, like if we're just going to do the four earth water fire and air I thought Aang becomes Korra then... after the first season huh? I've completely misunderstood nope. the whole oh, wow. is it, isn't Korra it, Korra's is like whole own thing yes yeah Korra's like, Korra like years later. I have some, I have the granddaughter I have some rude friends to yell at it tomorrow morning because they were like telling me yeah like he reincarnates into like a girl oh what they, nope well they, they try to trick me well I mean, I'll just say this, um, and anybody who's seen the show knows exactly what I mean. I would not be a bender. I would be that old man with the cabbage cart. Yes, cabbage man. You would totally and I am be the cabbage cart. 100% okay with that because all I care about in this world are my cabbages and don't touch my cabbages. God, yes. See, and there's, there's also a huge debate, and I've had this with my friends at Comic-Con. It was one of the best debates I ever had, is what element would you actually be, not element what element would you want to be? Like, uh, I would want to be fire, but I would actually be water. Okay, so three seasons of Avatar. Okay, I can I can do that. Um, now, before we go, though, I did, before I, we went on air, I mentioned to my code that I had a little surprise. I, it's you know, But it also relates to listeners, but it particularly Amy. Amy, what, do, you know what, do you know what I did a few days ago? No. I watched something. Do you have a pen? And a pe- Do paper you watch Fringe? Pen? Mark this down. I watched a two-hour premiere Fringe. <laughs> Excellent. Continue watching, <laughs> skip through season one, and just get to season two and three. <laughs> and then five. Well, I, I, five I is amazing. It, otherwise, I'm like, you, you can't go out on a fifth season and not be good. Um, I don't know how, but... <laughs> Anna Torben, whatever her name is, needs to be Wonder Woman on the these TV shows. I'm just putting out there right now because I am all about Olivia and the bishops. Gosh, I sh- I shipped her and whatever Peter Jackson, Joshua Jackson's character Olivia. is. Pacey. How, how, uh, I shipped them so hard. That was okay. such a good I, ship. He drove me crazy <laughs> after his like fifth sweetheart. Like I was like, stop calling her that. And the, They'll get over it. It's a pilot. They'll get. They'll get past that. So it's just that episode. It's. I'm not gonna have to live through like 100 episodes when everyone like just calls her sweeter just for the fun of it. Also, there was like no multiverse aspect whatsoever. It was just some weird 
like virus from on, on a plane that gotta start small. That you gotta start doesn't small. get to season. That's, yeah, yeah, that's like the first episode. You have a lot to go through. I, I you got a lot of pers- you got a lot of monsters of the week to get through. Is that what it is? That it, it, the first literally oh. monsters? Yeah, that's it. the first season. F M L. But Walter Bishop makes it worth it. Oh yes, yes, yes. I mean, I, I when, when he was asking for ginger ale, I was like, just give the poor man ginger ale. Just stop asking. Just give him it. Uh, yes, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, I have finally seen it. You know, at least two hours of fringe. So, I you know that was just a little thing um, I wanted to give you guys. So, and again, Olivia needs to be Wonder Woman on Indies DC just because she's fierce. So. This was, um, well, this was, I mean, this was wacky, but in the best way possible. And this is what happens when you merge the world of Harry Potter and The Flash. Next year is going to be Avatar and The Flash. Who knows? Maybe the, the following year would be Lord of the Rings and The Flash. There is, I mean, you know, we can debate who would be the Frodo, who would be the Sam out of all these Flash characters. Because I'm sure someone would say... Who would be a Hmm? <laughs> can we sort them into Game of Thrones houses? I don't. I don't oh, watch. Yes. Sh- no. I can't. I don't. I don't watch. See, show. I don't do Lord of the Wings, Rings, but I can do definitely do Game of Thrones. I don't. Oh no, we should do races in Lord of the Rings. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I would want to say Barry is a Hobbit, but he should totally be a wizard because then we can say you're a wizard, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry the He's totally a Hobbit though. Barry the White. But then Cisco is. Joe's definitely Gandalf, right? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Eobard is. Just make Josh. Eobard uh, is, the best is Saruman. 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 Yes. Saruman. Yes. One hundred percent. Um, Captain Cold is like one of the twins. Um, oh, it, Caitlin would be Gollum just because I want to make you picture that. I. <laughs> that's awful. That's so disturbing. <laughs> that's disturbing. No, and and then Ronnie is her precious. Oh, <laughs> still oh, don't even. Still because she also got. Her hands on him for one brief moment before he was consumed in fire. She does have an evil side. Mm -hmm. Now, who would be the Frodo? Who would be the Sam? That is the ultimate question. Cisco has to be Sam. We could we could argue for hours who would be Sam because there is no way we. I think Cisco after this season could necessarily be Sam automatically. Who? I oh you sure. know what you know what I would say Barry would be Frodo and then Joe would be Sam, <laughs> just because I like picturing him carrying him. <laughs> Share the load. I can't I can't care for you Barry, but I can carry you. <laughs> yeah, I can't oh ca- I, ca- I can't carry uh. the speed force, but I can carry you Barry. <laughs> well, then, like and like Jay Garrick too, could that could work for him. Jake mm-hmm. Hare could be uh, carrying Barry Jager- through the speed force. Jake Hare could be. Uh, oh. Jake Hare could be. Uh-huh. Um, oh my God! What's her name? Who, who, she's gonna be playing um, Hella in four. Um, what's her name? Oh, yes, <laughs> Jake Hare would totally be that. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Mm. Wow. All right. We, Bottom line is, definite, yeah. we will do. We, we will do. We will combine <laughs> genres. Like you know, we will do Flash and Sailor Moon, Game of Thrones and Flash. If I have, I mean, if I have to watch eighth season for you guys, I will do it. But, uh, and so we should do the, the tradition for each Christmas special. But we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my 
god, why would you say that? Kayla would be all at first. <laughs> she's got an evil side. But she's not obsessed, though. And like, oh, and then he, the metaphor he made about, well, he, you know, Ronnie would be her precious that before he gets... Happened. It did happen. He got exploded in a singularity. There was no fire involved. Oh, God. Mm. So we're going to get to the... Uh, okay. Whew. Don't do that to me, Andrew. We're going to get to some plugs uh, before we wrap up this uh, episode. Uh, so let's go around quickly and everyone gets to plug their own stuff. So, uh, Brittany, where can people find you on online and other projects? People can find me on Twitter at kinda movie snob, K A N D A movie snob, and I write for the Marvel Report. We are where we are doing twelve days of Marvel, looking back at the the best things that happened this year in Marvel. And also, you can find me on Culturess. And Andrew, where can people find you on social media and other projects? You can find me at Andrew B Dice, and you can find my writing at ScreenRant.com and uh, on the editor's podcaster ScreenRant, Total Geek All. That I highly recommend you guys subscribe to because it is so much fun to listen to. Thank you. You're so welcome. Uh, and Amy, where can people find you online and on social media? And if they're in San Diego and like animals, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy underscore Marie 97. You can also find me on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. We're on hiatus right now, but if you're catching up, I do highly encourage you to listen. Um, we had a really good discussion this last episode and i think uh, those of you who've been listening with us for a while will really enjoy the discussion we had uh, especially when we kind of tried to define who we thought maybe was the weakest character of the episode because frankly we didn't have one which is really cool for legends um other than that you guys can also find me at the san diego zoo safari park and people can find me on social media on twitter and instagram at andy Rebecca. and you can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash official and they can find all my work at the Mallport, Herald Hollywood, and the whole DC Podcast Network. And you know what? You guys, you know, we, we we always provide all the links for the podcast and stuff like that in the show notes. So you know, instead of me rambling for five minutes, you know, just click you know all the social media links, iTunes, Stitcher. You can find it right in the description on in this episode. If you will listen to iTunes or the website. So. For some of us, I think this is the last episode for the year. I know Andrew and I are going to be doing some comic talk uh, for next week's episode. Uh, and so I'm sure I will. we will somehow talk some Joe Seal, too, because what's not to love, you know? Um, but uh, through girls, I mean, I guess, I guess I think this is your last episode for the year, right? I will be on a plane next week at this time, so probably. Perfect time to record. <laughs> And um, so yeah, so I um, so yeah, so for so it's been a first awesome first um, half of the season. Uh, I, I'm sure we're gonna have tons to talk about in the second half. So um, to ladies, I, I know if, if we don't hear from you guys on air for the rest of the year, um, wish you a merry Christmas and a happy new year, and hopefully no no time travel timelines get changed during Christmas because I think we all just want to get through with 2016 and into 2017 because this year has been rough. So, so guys, we'll be back with uh, next week with another, not a Christmas special, but a, but a special edition episode. So, follow us here on, on, on the Flash Podcast. I'm Andy B. I'm Amy Marie. I'm Brittany. I'm Andrew. We got it! <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time.
on the Flash podcast. And also, ha- and also happy Hanukkah for everyone who's celebrating that. And happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And happy, and happy winter break. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You guys say happy Christmas like Hermione does. Happy Christmas. The first movie. I, I got presents. Presents for me. Mm-hmm.